new. Yeah, well, you should have suspected it anyway. <laughs> Radio Free Weird with Ron Babcock and sometimes James. Yeah! Happy whatever day it is to you, all 11 of you. We are going to do a list of the best songs by fictional bands. Any band that isn't real or at least wasn't real in uh, the movie originally, they might have went on to tour as that band. As long as they were playing characters, I think is yeah, yeah. So like Spinal Tap, technically a real band. They put out real music, and they really went on tour. But when they went on tour, they were playing characters, much like I do in my everyday life. Mm-hmm. With, as mm-hmm. you know, the role of a loving husband who cares about my family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Are you okay, buddy, you okay? No, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. <coughs> so several years ago, they did an unplugged tour where they did Spinal Tap and Folksman songs, but they weren't in full character. Really? Yeah. That would be interesting. I would have liked to have seen that. It was like a no wigs. It was no wigs, no something else. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'd like to, Mm -hmm. uh, I'd like to, I'd like to hear Eat It Joe's done by Spinal Tap. (laughs) Could be interesting. I like, yeah, good vice versa. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, that is the list that we're doing today. And if you've never heard us do this before, I don't know why you're listening, but we do uh, <laughs> that. We get 16 of something, then we vote on which one is the best. And- oh, uh, just so you know, mm-hmm. uh, I did the Spotify playlist yep, last yep, yep, night yep. right? for this particular list. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, so if you don't know, you can go to Spotify and, and- search uh, We're Show List. And like all the song lists we have done this year, there's a playlist for them. Oh, and a lot more than what we, you know, we only use 16. So, but yeah, for the whole year for this year. Yeah. Wow. Good job. All right. Uh, So that, that's the list. Uh, That's what we're doing. Get 16. And then we vote on which one is the best. I think this was my idea. Whose idea was this? Um, I think this one yeah, because we talked about doing the fictional band thing. You said no, because I won't vote against Spinal Tap. So we're doing it as best song from a right, fictional best song. band. Okay, so I uh, will start us off then, as I am the originator and uh, really the genius behind this one today. Okay. And I'm going to play a song Somebody's by a band. Feeling it today. A band that you don't know the name of, I almost guarantee you, but has a great backstory. Um, and you will all know this song when you hear it, and it'll be stuck in your head the rest of the day. If not stuck in the head the rest of the day, while you're trying to go to bed tonight, this song will pop into your head, and you'll go, fuck, I'm never listening to that stupid podcast again. God damn it, Jonathan. Maybe. I could do that song. There's no words to it, but Scat I could sit here. I love all the, the robot chicken rips on that. Like they, they show the band and at the end of the song, right, he's like, anybody want to get a request? Play the same song. All right. <laughs> it's one of my favorite uh, comedic beats in all of film history is when he lops that dude's arm off and then the band stops. Everybody kind of looks around and then they go. Wah, bah, 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 
The show goes yes. on. Like, I always felt bad for the dude who got his arm lopped off because that's the last song you want to. You don't want to hear like this jovial, upbeat song and everybody just dancing. Yeah, that's true. You want, yeah, you want to hear. My like, friend says he doesn't like your face. <laughs> That was a really good. That was in Robot Chicken too, wasn't yeah, it? Where yeah, yeah. Like, the the hey, mistranslation. That's, that's not what I said. That's not what I said. Yeah, don't say that. Um, um, no, uh, the, the, I had some friends that had a band in like ninety two, ninety three, and before mm-hmm. they went on stage, every time they played that song, <laughs> and it got to be where people were like, please don't play that song before you go on show. The name of the band is. A lot of people just say the most Eisley Cantina band, but they actually have a name. It's Figrand Ann and the Modal Nodes, which I had to have one of those excised one time. They did a biopsy. Turned out it was okay. The uh, they're mode. a group of Bith aliens who play a genre of music called jizz. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not. That is according to the that... Wikipedia, the Star Wars Wikipedia. They are Bith aliens who play a genre, according to George Lucas, God, the man had they no play imagination. a genre of music called... How did you come up with these jizz. great ideas and have no imagination? So, let me get this straight. Jizz was a word in the 70s, right? Oh, yeah. That was a word? They knew what that was? Why? Maybe Why he thought it was funny. That? Maybe he thought it was funny. George well, Lucas like, doesn't have like, a sense of like humor. Jazz, have you seen those but, movies? Yeah, he has no sense of humor. Anyway, uh, apparently the It's like bit, jazz, but it's sticky. The Bith rest, yeah. Well, it does. It sticks in your head. That's what he meant. <laughs> it gets in your. Well, ears. and also what we need, what we need to take into consideration is that it was a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. So it was probably it probably predates <laughs> our understanding of the word jizz. That's ah, true. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe the word evolved from there though. <laughs> anyway, apparently the Bith respiratory system makes the aliens. Ideal woodwind players. So these jizz players oh, can blow really well, and they can hold a note indefinitely. Interesting. So time. you're saying jizz players blow well? Yep, yep. I gotta, I gotta tell you, um, if, uh, when my dad was obsessed with the kind of music I listened to and how that was going to turn me into either a hideous, horrible person or, you know. A him. drug addict or homosexual. Right. It, it, basically him or a, a gay person. Um, if he had to come in and I was listening to like Norwegian death metal, I think he would have been okay with that over me telling him, no, no, dad, this is the hot new jizz record. <laughs> yeah. Have I wouldn't you heard even this wanna... jizz band, dad? I got a strange look from my dad one time when uh, I said, no, I love this band. They're called Queen. Mm. <laughs> and he just looked at me funny and was like yeah. okay <sighs> and uh yeah he should have known like he's older you know like he shouldn't but no no he missed that yeah one. you would think he would know um i do know that when you look up that song it is by the um um john williams orchestra yeah john yeah, I just williams. Blank. Yeah, john course, williams yeah john williams but it, it's just it's just listed as cantina band right it's like the name of the song I mean, I don't know if all the stuff I said is canon or not. Uh, <laughs> it's according to the Wikipedia. The Wikipedia. They, they, they claim George Lucas in an interview, probably after smoking a bunch of weed. Went, oh, yeah, those guys are called like Figure and Dan and the Modal Nodes. And they play, <laughs> and they play jizz, dude. Look, I get, I get having backstories, but, you know, maybe not the band. 
Yeah, you don't you don't need a backstory for everything. Um, all right, that is uh, number one on the list. So for Cantina two, let's let's go to Rod. Rod, you want to go to me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Um, this is a song that I I, uh, I was talking to John about this yesterday. Actually, yeah, um, I don't know if you do this, but you listen to YouTube and you go down that little YouTube wormhole. Mm-hmm. Where you see a song that you haven't heard, and you go, "Oh, click on that," and then you've clicked on like seven different things, and now you're listening to something you never heard before. Yep. You know, you're like, "Oh, yeah, Zig Zig Sputnik." So, anyways, hmm. I found this song one night by a band called Nasty Bits. I'm like, "What a cool name, Nasty Bits!" So I listened to the song, and I fell in love with the song, and I was all excited about this new band. And like three clicks on the Google, I realized, "Nope, this is a fictional band from HBO's Vinyl." Did either of you ever watch HBO's Vinyl? Never watched it. I've, I've heard of it, but I've never watched it. James, do you? Marty Scorsese had something to do with it. Yeah, yeah uh, and and Mick Jagger, and I guess Mick Jagger's kid uh, in the the series in the show plays the lead singer of this band. But anyways, this is the song. So anyways, All right. I fell in love with the song, and then I was very disappointed to find out that they weren't a real band. Right. I should have known like with lyrics like, I'll tie off with the devil and have a shot or two. It, it almost seems like uh, Mick Jagger's like, no, you need to sing this one, son. <laughs> no, I know, I know you want to have your own career, but you need to be in my TV show, and you need to sing songs that I write for you. Yeah, like I said, the first time I heard it, I was like, that is badass. Ain't mm-hmm. fucking thing to we. So yeah, I was, very, I was very upset. But that that's my first pick. Uh, the band is called Nasty Bits, and the song is called Woman Like You. All right, that's number two. Uh, James, what do you have for number three? Um, <clears throat> the uh, the first act signed to uh, a company called Prestige Worldwide. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Huff and Doback. Uh, they got a pretty, pretty hot video out. Uh, fucking Catalina wine mixer. Pow! <laughs> <laughs> Is he saying saying take you out into international (laughs) waters and literally eat your dick? (laughs) Like Kobayashi. (laughs) (laughs) That is a dumbass, fucking hilarious, funny movie. All right. uh, Well, without further ado. Sangria! 
nachos, lemon heads, my dad's boat. You won't go down cause my dick can float. We sail around the world and go port to port. Every time I come, I produce a quart. Put on your life vest, let's drop anchor. There's a nice lady who oh, I like to swank her. Boats and hose. Boats and hose. Uh, right, by uh, Huff and Doback. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I I love, I, I, I love that they yes. made an actual video for that and that like release it as an actual song. But Boats I don't think hose, it's the same man. without the reaction from their parents when they're. Oh God, his dad is losing. Is that my boat? Is that my boat? <laughs> and then as it runs into the rocks, Mary Steenburgen is like, "Honey," <laughs> and she's so adorable. <clears throat> yeah, you know, I watched uh, I watched Philadelphia because I'm watching like all the Tom Hanks movies. You know, yeah, yeah, and. Uh, Watch Philadelphia. She that's the only movie I've ever seen seen that she, where she's the bad guy. Or oh yeah, I guess she kind of is. Yeah, yeah. Cuz she's the the um, plaintiff's attorney. Right. Or, right. Is that right? Or the defense attorney, whatever she is. I don't know. Yeah, she's the, 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 the attorney side, for the asshole. Yeah, yeah guy, the, the the asshole uh, law firm that fired Tom Hanks for having AIDS. And the only redeeming thing she has is, like, at one point she sits down and goes, ah, I hate this case. And apparently that line wasn't in the original movie or in the original script. She just said it, and then Jonathan Demme was like, hey, let's leave that in because I think people are going to hate you. (laughs) Well, and that's a very lawyer, you know, this is my job. Yeah, yeah. But I'd rather not be doing it. Yes. Um, But, yeah, I love that movie. I loved Step Brothers. Uh, Two... Movies that came out like I think like within a couple of weeks each other, if not back to back. Step Brothers and The Dark Knight. Two thousand and eight was a good year for movies. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Step Brothers is pretty great. Did we just all become right. best friends? Yup. 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 You know, uh, you know, Price Karate in the garage. Yup. <laughs> <laughs> Did you put <clears throat> your ball sack on my drum kit? Uh, number four. Number four is me. John's pick. John right, Bond so, playing Moby uh, Dick for real. <laughs> I I originally went and my first pick was kind of kind of silly and uh while yeah, it is but, but truly a iconic band but tr- yeah definitely iconic and definitely memorable this next one is from a movie that I absolutely love and it's by uh, a band that is not actually singing it but it's still great There you go. That's the Soggy Bottom Boys. Yeah, great song. Great movie. With uh, Man of Constant Sorrow from Old Brother Where Arthur, which actually is a song from like 1913. Didn't become popular until 1927, um, but is sung not by George Clooney. It's sung by somebody else. I, I don't know the guy's name, but who cares? I, will, I want to say so, though. I have a bone to pick. 
Um, on my morning show last mm-hmm. week, we did best song from a movie. It was just a very broad general category, just like a song mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that you, whenever you think of a movie, you think of that song. And I picked that, and neither one of them had ever heard it. My neither of my co-hosts Whoa, what? had ever heard that song or seen "Oh Brother Where Art Thou," and I picked it specifically because I was like, "Well, I'm on a country station. Everybody's right. gonna know this song. Yeah, Everybody's gonna know song. this." And both of them are like, "Nope, never heard of it. Never heard of it. Don't know it." Wow. Yeah, I got, I got, I got visibly upset. And then my next pick was "All Star" from Shrek, which technically is also from Mystery Men. Right. But Beforehand. when I think of, yeah, when I think of of Shrek, or when I think of that yeah, song funny one. Yeah. and neither one of them went along with that either They're like that's not from that movie. i was like i, I know it's mm, never oh my god getting into a week and a half old debate but the no. point is i yeah. would have to murder those people yeah two, yeah two? They're, they're, they can be they i love them <clears throat> both dearly they're they're amazing people to work with but every once in a while i'm just like we're not from the same universe are we we're just <laughs> <not>. <laughs> um now tim blake nelson did sing in the jailhouse now Oh, did he? Yeah, that's so actually. Got, oh, yeah, because he sings in um, in uh, Buster Scrubs. Yep. Yeah. yeah he so does. he he can sing. Yeah. Sings his ass off. Uh, also, my mom loved not only "Oh Brother Where Art Thou," but she really, really liked that soundtrack. Yeah. It no, I mean, a, it kind of like kicked off a a gothic country music bluegrass. revival, a little bluegrass revival. Yeah. Uh, my favorite, one of my favorite things ever, ever. Is those women in that river singing the song? Oh my god! Don't sleep, I don't mean to be Anyways. telling tales out of school, but there's a fella in there that'll pay you five dollars if you sing into his can. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and yeah, you the one of one of the best roles ever is uh, John Goodman as the Cyclops. Yeah, yeah, so great. You know, I'm going to watch that movie today. I'd love that movie. I don't I, know if uh, ever seen it. Maybe I'll make him watch it. I, I had a goal at what one was point that? when we were in a band that mm-hmm. uh, somebody at one point would say, that was some mighty fine a picking and a singing. <laughs> I don't think anybody ever exactly actually said it to play, us. But. We didn't exactly play the kind of music that would lead to that response. Right. right. It was still a goal. Right. It was still a goal. Okay. Preferably, it would have been Steven Root fine a picking and a singing. <laughs> All right. Uh, next pick what is. What kind of music Rods. do we have here? We have both kinds, country and western. Hmm. Um, this is my pick. Uh, no one. We are Sex Bob, and we're here to make you think about death yes. and death and stuff. Song. Sex bomb omb um, uh, from Scott Pilgrim versus the World, which 
is one of my favorite movies of all time. I and I, I, I shouldn't say that. Obviously, it's not. But it seems like a lot of people's one of their all-time favorite movies. Oh, it, it's, it's like from Roman is, to you to me to you know. Either you love it or you hate it. And it, when it came out, it didn't do well at all. Right. But, it to me solidified Edgar Wright, who had before that he had directed Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz. Um, I don't know if he'd done it World's End yet or if that yeah, came Hot after. Hot Fuzz Scott is Cohen. one of my favorites too. But I, it, I was like this was after. After yeah, yeah, I was like this. He, this guy's a genius. This, <clears throat> I mean, as far as comedy directors are concerned, Edgar Wright, as for comedy directors right now, he's easily the best. And then I think he solidified his. His stature <clears throat> as a bona fide, brilliant director with oh, he's bona fide uh, <laughs> with Baby Driver. Um, oh God, so good. Which is, I'm not saying it's my favorite movie by him, but it's a damn good movie. I'm gonna go ahead and guess that that was not actually Michael Sarah singing. Yeah, probably not. Um, the uh, my first two picks for these fictional songs are two bands that it really pisses me off that they aren't real bands <laughs> because of the like three songs or four songs that exist from either band. Yeah. I like them all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, yeah. I, I was just I, thinking I, the other day, sex bomb needs to put out a new album. Yeah. Sex bomb put it like the, the music is it's hard. I mean, it's definitely like punk uh, early, like punk, but it's almost like, all of our equipment fell off of the truck. <laughs> yeah, everything's broken. <laughs> and we have to put on a show anyway, so here we go. And it still sounds good, so it's good. All right, uh, next one is James's, and I don't think this is the only song that's going to be by this band on this list, but it is the first one by this band that's going to be on this list. So if I, if I can preface this one, going back yes. to uh, our being in a band days, we covered right. this song once. We did. And uh, we managed to destroy a rather expensive amplifier that John had. Yeah, speaking of destroying equipment, it <laughs> destroyed my Marshall amp. No, it was your Line 6. <laughs> no, that's right. It was my Line 6 amp. Yeah. With all the oh, nifty built-in uh, I forgot effects. about Yeah, because I had a Marshall stack, but then I also had the, not stack, but whatever, um, cab. And I had the, the Line 6 with the, the built-in process. <laughs> <laughs> so it turns you out so fucking stupid. If, if, you can't if play a bass <clears throat> guitar through an act like a guitar amp. It'll destroy it. What? The speaker cones aren't meant to handle those frequencies. The the stupid thing is though, we could I could have just gone direct in. Like I could have said, "Hey, we're going to play a song where uh both of us are playing bass uh on it. So I'm going to just direct in on this." And that would have been fine, except for no, we brought a separate speaker or a, spe- a separate amp that then I did destroyed at the high point in St. Louis in like 2002. All right, here we go. Here is Spinal Tap with Big Bottom. I like to sink her with my pink torpedo. 
You know what we were really missing was the keyboard player. Just that. Yeah. I mean, really, we it would have been a lot better. Um, Big Bottom by Spinal Tap goes on there, and uh, deservedly so. That is a, a great song. Though I will say uh, my least favorite type of lyric in a song, and it's fine when Spinal Tap does it because they're making fun of it. Right. My least favorite is, are euphemism lyrics. Like, I'd like to sink her with my pain. ACDC is very guilty of this kind of shit, and I hate it. Uh, there's also <laughs> a, I, I think, I, I'm going to say it's Florida Georgia Line or some other shitty country right, right. bro band that I have to play on my station. Um, but they're, they have a line in a song about, like, I'm going to put you up on my sink and put and stick up my pink umbrella in your drink. What the hell and is it that? Makes me visibly angry every time I hear that line. I yeah, know that you should ever refer line to your penis as a pink umbrella. Pink umbrella, like if it's shaped like that, that's that's, uh, that's not that's not right. And those are no, tiny little fragile things. Those pink umbrellas, right? Yeah, exactly. And they're very small, very mm. small. Mm. Yeah. It's uh, the song is called Sundays. No, I don't. I don't recommend. By the way, knowing how you feel about the euphemisms, don't recommend you listen to a lot of ZZ Top. No, ZZ Top's very guilty of that. Um, What do you mean? Pearl necklace was about jewelry, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And Tube Snake Boogie was about a dance. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's a song on Blood Sugar Sex Magic where Anthony Kiedis refers to a vagina as a pink umbrella. That almost makes more sense. Almost. It just makes me... But it's Anthony Kiedis. I don't know if he's really seen a vagina. Probably not. (laughs) What? (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. I don't think he's got a lot of action. I don't... I'm sorry. I I, I thought you were insinuating he was gay, and I was like, "Eh, maybe, (coughs) but even then, I'm pretty sure I just don't think he has a lot of luck with ladies. I'm st- I'm, even if he is gay, I'm still sure that Anthony Keenis has, has slammed a lot of puss just on, <laughs> on principle alone. <laughs> I, I am just disturbed that you just <laughs> said slammed a lot of... I, like, I can't even say it. And that's coming from well, me. I guess I was trying to make the point that I hate euphemisms, but just going for the gusto, I like that. <laughs> Yeah, just so let's just pile on. Just, just lean pee. into That's it. Fine. Just lean into it. Yeah, just lean into that shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> number seven would be John's pick. <clears throat> um, number eight. Number eight. No. Wait. Yeah. How's yeah. it? Number eight. Well, seven four, was big bottom. Five, six. No, it would be. No, it would be seven. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm right. Okay. One, two, three. One, two, three. Yeah. Because we've yeah. all had two. You, yeah, James, you put an extra one on there that's not on there yet. I, I didn't put something at five. That was what I did. Oh, okay. Sex ah, bomb. Threshold, which is evidently spelled with only one H. Really? Yes. Because it's right. not uh, threshold, it's threshold. My next one is <laughs> from one of my favorite movies of the 80s and a very dark movie way ahead of its time 
I don't necessarily even like the song. I just like the part that it played in the movie because for those of you too young to remember the 80s, uh, mm-hmm. it was an annoying time. There were there was like some real honest music, and then there was just like, hey, we need to we need to send a message to the kids about drugs, or we need to send a message to the world about poverty. And well, all the all the rock stars lied about doing drugs because of Vince yes. Neil, and right, right. Uh, and yeah, so there was there was good genuine music in the eighties, and then there was what was played on the radio. There was just the yeah, there was pandering bullshit, and. This captures that type of song perfectly. It's a little song by a band called Big Fun, and the song is called Teenage Suicide, Don't Do It. It's from the movie Heathers. an official long form version of teenage suicide don't do. oh yeah yeah uh it's in the movie heathers and uh <clears throat> I, I heard I the bit that's in the movie i didn't realize that there was like a a full version of it. <laughs> that's great yep, by david newman and uh, te- i'm technically yes. by david newman but by the band big fun who is burning up the charts with their new hit teenage suicide don't do it <laughs> well you know because there's just been this this rash of teenage suicides Right at this at one school, so obviously, like the biggest band in the country is going to write a song in in Ohio. I always thought it was more unusual that they were all named Heather. Yeah, no, I think that was a bit because like there were a lot of. I I mean, you would have known. So, anyway, am I just not catching your threads today, Rod? I'm sorry. My, (laughs) (laughs) like he's driving. I was around in the '80s. Teenage suicide was a thing. Chicks named Heather, not so much. Really? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, so, your didn't your wife do a Heather's musical? Uh, yes. So yes, I, I want to know about this. Did you go to see it? Is is the Heather's musical any good? Um, I did not see it. It was a. Uh, it, it was a like a. It wasn't a school. Pretty. Uh, it was like a summertime production. Oh, okay. So, but yes, they did. Uh, they did the musical Heather's. The musical heathers which i thought was very strange i would actually and that really song like was that. in the that, that i believe that yeah. song was actually in the musical no. all right uh well that's good we're gonna take a break and when we come back we'll have rod's next pick rod you want to tease people with that at all um it's gonna be a pick and it's gonna be number uh, eight that's gonna be great. gonna be hits. okay yeah. that's coming up right after this Hey, you know who I'm going to talk to you about right now? It's my buddy Cody Akins at AkinsPCRepair.com. He is the guy that you would need to go to if your computer is acting up, if your phone is acting up, if your tablet is acting up. If it's got a screen, he can fix it and get it right back to you. You won't have to spend a lot of money. And also, you won't have to deal with 
the um, dork patrol, whatever they call themselves, the guys at Best Buy. And let's be honest, those guys hate their jobs and are only there because they need something to do after college or after high school. And uh, I guess that really cool beetle that they drive around in it just gets the ladies. Point is, Cody Akins doesn't hate his job. Cody Akins loves his job. And that's who you want to deal with. Somebody who has a passion for what they do for a living and will transfer that passion into good service to you and the most important things in your life that aren't people i.e., you know, your computers and phone and everything like that. Your life is on these things. You need them to work. So if they aren't working, if they're slowing down, if they're crudding up, if they're just not doing great, go to Cody Akins at AkinsPCRepair.com. Also, if you're in the market for a new laptop, but maybe you don't want to spend a lot of money on a new laptop, he's got refurbished laptops, which are just as good as new, only not as expensive, and he guarantees that they will run really well. Which is actually better than a new laptop because I've actually had new laptops that crapped out after a month because I think they fell off the back of a truck. He doesn't sell laptops that fell off the back of a truck. That is his guarantee at Aikens PC Repair. Make my computer guy your computer guy. Go to AikensPCRepair.com. And we're back. It's time to continue the list. This week, the list is the best songs by fictional bands from movies, mostly, but maybe we'll sneak one from a television show on here as well at some point. Uh, who's next? Who's, who's I am. I have pick number Rob's. eight. Okay. And uh, this is a pick that uh, this is one of those movies that really probably meant a lot more to me growing up than it should have. Okay. with everybody somebody to love um, somebody to love and uh you know it's funny is i just realized that was in like some commercial and i don't know what commercial it was and it it was not good but the yeah. the, the blues brothers version was obviously good i just remember it now and it, so i think it was in an was amazon like, commercial that's what it is oh amazon. yeah with the little mouth on the package stupid like amazon. Yeah. yeah stupid evil amazon. um no, Blues Brothers was a, packages a, coming I, in from today. I loved the music in Blues Brothers. That's what turned me on to a lot of you know uh, soul music. You know, uh, when I was a kid, because I didn't, you know, I didn't know. And uh, I was like thirteen when it put put it together that Cab Calloway was an actual dude. <laughs> that, you know, this old man in this movie that you know the the Minnie the Moocher and everything. Yeah, Wait, yeah. that's a guy that like he's got 
brilliant music. Like, oh, I, yeah, I love Cab Calloway. But yeah, that Blues is Brothers. A movie, and you, you said that it meant a lot more to you. I, I don't think that's 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 a bad thing at all. That is a movie that no shit. I don't think I will ever get tired of watching that movie. Yeah, me neither. And it, and it, it really did. Once or it, twice it, a year, I'm like, I need to sit down and watch Blues Brothers. It it uh it is a a big uh, part of my musical taste. Uh, growing up is you know being turned on to all that kind of music and and you know realizing that the old guy singing outside the the store is John Lee Hooker, John Lee Hooker. and you know and just like oh my god you know never Ray's really music liked exchange <clears throat> never never really liked the movie no Sorry. no yeah. no I don't know no. why I just I I've, I've watched it it's like okay. two or three times and I'm kind of like. Eh. It's okay. You're I like allowed, the music. You're allowed I to love, be wrong. I love. I love the musical parts. But if the if if the movie was just the musical parts, I'd be like, "This is great." But I just I don't care. You um, don't. You don't care I, to I see. Thought a you were, I thought you were joking. Are you serious? I'm serious. Yeah, I don't really like it. I'm sorry. I just. I don't know why. I. I I've watched it several times, and I'm just kind of like, it's okay. No, I understand. And I think that's it. I think maybe that's it. I didn't see it until later in life. I, I think James, the first time I watched it was with you when we were like 20 or something. And uh, I just think that it's something that either you saw when you were little, and you think, yeah, this I is, saw this, it. This is lot cool. Like these guys up. are really cool and awesome. And you, or you watch it when you're later, and you're like, eh, I guess this is okay. And I, I think that's what it is. One of the most eminently quotable movies I think I've ever. It's a fantastic we, film. Yeah. And like I said, we for me, it was band powerful was, enough to turn goat piss into gasoline. <laughs> You're gonna look pretty funny eating corn on the cob with no fucking, no fucking teeth. teeth. <laughs> okay, look, I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I'm just I, I, I did say I, I don't really like it. I'm, that's not true. I I I like it. Okay, I, it's just one of those movies I just nah, it didn't yeah. get into as much. Like as I said, it, I, I think because uh, I saw it young, uh, it, it was huge to me. And and you know the music and you know John Belushi was you know John Belushi and. Friggin' Princess Leia in it. I think the the moral of this story here is that John is wrong on this. <laughs> pretty much, yeah, pretty much. That's what I came to. Yeah, maybe okay. I just don't like them, uh, you know, antagonizing the police because I back the blue. Uh-huh. All right, anyway, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> blue uh-huh. lives. Matter. No, sorry, <clears throat> James. Yes, we gotta go see the penguin. <laughs> James, number nine. Yes. Which All right, this is, is from the Coen Brothers again. Uh-huh. Uh, probably not one of their more well-known films. Mm. Uh, they kind of go back and forth where they seriously have a, a like a super art house one where you have to go to the specific theater in town to see it, and then mm. they have the kind of more broad stream one. This so you have your one. your No Country for Old Men, and then you have an Inside Lewin Davis, and then you have a Hail Caesar, and then, you know. Yeah. Uh, they go. They kind of go back and forth. Hail Caesar, they're interesting sucks. fellows. Yeah, but this Caesar's is from Inside Lewin Davis. I wish you had were, not said anything about Hail Caesar because I knew that would get Rod to be. Yeah, that movie sucked. I anyway, really, I really wanted to like sidetrack. It. Doesn't matter. The movie is Inside Lewin Davis. The song is called Fare Thee Well. Here you go. And wings like Noah's dove 
I'd fly the river to the one I love. Oh, fare thee well, my honey, fare thee well. well I had a man, strong and tall. He moved his body like a cannonball. Oh, fare thee well, my honey, fare thee well. There you go. Uh, inside Lewin Davis. Is that, um, that's John Mumford, right? Uh, Marcus Mumford. Marcus Mumford. I mean, yeah, Marcus Mumford. It's one of those mumbling Mumfords. <laughs> so Oscar in, in the canon of the film, that is Lewin Davis's former musical partner, mm-hmm. who is Mike Timlin. Who I never saw that movie. Never. I, I, I don't know if it was because it wasn't, uh, you know, uh, uh, publicized a lot or what. It just it, there was never. I, it never seemed like it would. It would really appeal did. To me. It was like James said. It was uh, an art house. Yeah, very much movie. so. It was very under the radar. Um, it's 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 good, especially if you like early '60s Greenwich Village type of folk music. If you like Bob Dylan. Yeah, but then the kind of the whole point of the movie is like this was what it was like before Bob Dylan came in and blew the whole thing up. Right. Yeah. Uh, for whatever reason, I mean, I, I stand by the movie on its merits. I think it's a great movie, but it hits me on a different level for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because Lewin Davis is like a perpetual fuck up <clears throat> and just kind of keeps making the same mistakes over and over, and I kind of feel that. Or uh, oh. <laughs> oh, James, don't feel like that, James. Life um, does invitate art. So we, uh, I, I'm surprised you didn't play the other song from that movie or the best song from the movie. I mean, really, you're gonna if, if, if you want to if you want to give them, give them a little tease yeah, of it. No one else the, is gonna play this. The best the, song from honestly any movie. Poe Dameron um, and uh, Kylo Ren. Poe Dameron, Kylo Ren, Oscar Isaac, and Adam Driver singing a song called "Please, Mr. Kennedy" with just John Glenn singers. With Justin Timberlake. Okay, that's not going on the list, but I just... That's an old song. I don't even like that song that much. I just love the Adam Driver, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it's funny to me, but it is. Okay, uh, so Fare Thee Well by uh, uh, Oscar Isaac. What was his... Uh, Lewin Davis, that was the name of the it fucking was, uh, movie. Timlin and Davis would have been the uh, the act. Right, there we go. Goes on the list. What is that, number 10? That was nine. You nine. have number so this 10. Is, Number 10, and I'm going to go with a movie that came out, I think, in 2000 and was just a uh, kind of an... I didn't expect this to be that big of a hit because I liked it a lot, which is, you know, saying something about me and how I think I'm cooler than everybody else. But uh, (laughs) it had Jason Lee, Kate Hudson in her first big role, um... That kid hasn't really gone on. The kid who's the main character. Hasn't really gone. Yeah, he hasn't really gone on to do much. 
but he was in Spun. Uh, yeah. He was in Such First Man. Spun is a weird ass movie, but yeah. Did you uh, see? Did you see First Man with uh, with Baby Goose playing Neil Armstrong? No, is that good? It's really pretty good. It's 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 more about the early days of NASA than it is strictly about Apollo. I okay. So I uh, full disclosure, I have it, and I haven't watched it just because I. I'd heard that a lot of the movie involves him like dealing with the you know the grief of his daughter dying, and I kind of don't. I'm not it, in a good. It doesn't. It doesn't come up that much. Like he deals okay. more. Like there are several. He just kind of moves on. He just goes to the well, funeral. And is like, all right, moving on. I don't even think they directly <laughs> deal with his daughter's death. Oh, okay. I think they deal with the backlash because there are people in the early NASA program that die. Oh, and so it okay, kind of well, hits him I, a little harder because he's still dealing with with his daughter's death because he's bottling it in grief because he's a man. Yeah, yeah, a That's real man yeah. who who doesn't Choke cry it at his back daughter's and swallow funeral. it down until it turns into a fucking bleeding ulcer. And then he died of cancer. It's weird. And then you uh, shut anyway, up about it. Nothing to do with anything. This is almost famous, <laughs> and the song is called Fever Dog. It's by Stillwater. Stillwater. Jason Lee, Billy Crudup, and some other guys. Boy, they're going for some Zeppelin drums, aren't they? I was just going to say. I do. Um, I still water. I think it's very interesting listening to that song and and watching the movie with the knowledge that it was written kind of semi autobiographical. Uh, yeah, it's about the kid going around the country. Uh, Cameron Crowe, uh, right? It's, it's as, about as his like fifteen year old kid for Rolling Stone. Yeah, and yeah, they didn't know he was a teenager, and, and it's uh, in very. He was actually with Zeppelin. In yeah. his life, well, and it wasn't then, just it wasn't just Zeppelin. Like right. it was, it was it, Stillwater. But the that's where it kind started. Composite of Zeppelin, Aerosmith, and uh, I uh, Black Sabbath. Uh, I think. I think the band. Oh, the band. That's right. Yeah, but Which no, uh, makes sense because Stillwater sounds like all those bands. <laughs> very much so. Yeah, but yeah, I just I always thought it was funny that his his first experience, you know, uh, was with Zeppelin and and you know this this whole battle between the guitar player and the singer and then the i don't know it's just funny it always cracks me up like yeah what? and then when you yeah. play the song you're like yeah yeah okay Zeppelin. Yeah. well and it's weird too because stillwater was an actual american band like yeah that like i remember when that movie came out my dad was like i swear to god there was a band called stillwater and it was like a southern rock band and so i don't know if they had to pay them or, or whatever but it, was, it wasn't like the fever dog was an actual stillwater Song. It was just like this kind of 
band that it was a name, did, yeah. Okay, in the seventies and early eighties, and then just kind of disappeared, and nobody remembered them until because they were, they were almost, almost famous. famous. They were. That's perfect. Oh my god. Wow. You know, and 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 Russell had to tell him that you know he likes the guys. He grew up with the guys, but musically, yeah. he's outgrown them. He's outgrown them. I just. <laughs> My favorite thing is Jason Lee just going off on him. And it's like, you, I'm, I get people off, man. When, if I job. go out on stage, I find the one person who isn't getting off and I get him off. And I make him get off. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get the pull quote from Mark Maron's podcast from that movie. Oh, as well. which is uh, Lock the Gates. Yeah. Which is actually him, right? Yep. Yeah, it was that? I need actually. That's another movie I need to go back and watch. That movie's twenty years old, guys. Um, we're we're I, old people. I do. If you do ever go back and rewatch it, I highly recommend you watch the director's cut. It's it's longer, yeah. and the stuff that's in it. I don't it, think I've seen it. Isn't really. It's you know what untitled? I mean. It, it there's a there's a reason it's. Uh, I'm sorry. What'd you say? It's technically called Untitled. It's the. Director's oh, is it really? Of, yeah. But it uh, there's just some great stuff. Like they stop in some town and they go to a radio station for an interview. And oh, I have Ky- seen that clip. Kyle Glass is the yeah. DJ, and, he and he's like asleep. stoned and falls asleep. And they're like they're saying fuck and shit and all this stuff on the air. And he wakes up and he's like, "Good stuff, guys. Good stuff." Yeah. But yeah, there's all kinds of great little scenes that really here again. You you see why they cut them out. You know they weren't relevant, but it's just a cool. It's a cool watch. Uh, there was also something that just always bothered me a little bit. It's uh, and it's not really bothering me, but it's uh, it's just a, a dumb thing. Mm-hmm. But it, there's one point where Billy Crudup, it, Russell, his character is asked, uh, "Are you Russell from Stillwater?" And he goes, "Well, yeah, on my better days, I'm Russell from Stillwater." That's also a line from Say Anything. Like, somebody asks him if he's Lloyd Dobler, and he goes, "Yeah, on my better days, I'm Lloyd Dobler." So it's like, oh, yeah. Crow, just you know, I get it, man. You're ripping yourself off, so I guess you think it's okay. But come yeah, up with some up, original shit. Come up dude. with a different line, dude. Yeah, you peek too early. I guess that's, that's my point. <laughs> what happened to Cameron Crow? Uh, I, I don't, don't think know. He's done anything good in a while. No, yeah. I think Almost Famous is the last movie he did that I really liked. He he did Vanilla Sky, which I think I'm the only person in the world who liked that movie. Yes, the only one. Mm-hmm. I, like and I don't know that I would like it again if I saw it. Like you know. Yeah, probably don't watch I, I, it. Yeah. God damn, Cameron Crowe kind of looks like Elliot Smith, though. Oh uh, yeah, I've seen. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Anyway, number eleven is, is the next. Uh, oh, he did the Aloha movie with Bradley Cooper. And oh, Emma that was Stone, a who played a, a half, Yeah, a that was Hawaiian. bad, bad, bad. I like even Emma Stone was like, this movie sucks. Like uh, I don't, I don't want to do this. Well, and Emma Stone was supposed to be like half native Hawaiian. Yeah. Oh my god. And which doesn't yeah. play. Even <laughs> no. even she was like, wait, wait, this isn't this isn't. Uh... Anyways, um, so number eleven is my pick, and I don't know if you've never seen uh, this movie. It's an Irish film. It's called The Commitments. Go watch it. It is such a good movie. Mustang Sally, guess you better slow and must down. Mustang Sally, my babe. 
Okay, if you've ever seen the movie, one of my favorite parts of the film is when they're learning that song as a band. And they have these Irish girls in there to be their backup singers. And uh, the guy that's the manager that's put the whole band together, like, he loses his shit on him. And he's yelling at him. He's like, it's not Roy, Sally, Roy. Don't sing it like that. <laughs> are they they singing Roy Sally? Roy? Yeah, because they're you know Roy. <laughs> they're Irish, and, right? and yeah, and he's just losing. It's not Roy Sally Roy. <laughs> <clears throat> but it's a it is a great movie. It really is. And uh, I have to admit, uh, Wilson Pickett, one of the greatest. I like that version better just because he overdoes it. Just that he's kind of Joe Cocker on it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Anyways, great soundtrack to The Commitments, one of my all-time favorite movies. Commitments. Goes on the list. What uh, number was That's that? That's number 11. Number 11. All right. Uh, then, James, you That's have 12. the next one at number 12. I do. Uh, I do. It's it's another one featuring Mr. John C. Riley of Boats and Hose fame. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's uh, here twice. <laughs> Rod, Rod's pick was a good one. Uh from this film there there's oh, actually yes. there are a lot of options from this there film. are there are uh but i'm going with the title track uh because it's it's the most iconic to me and i i may have told this story before but uh me and my current roommate matt we saw this movie was coming out and they had like a midnight show and i'm like dude we gotta buy tickets we gotta buy tickets early because it's gonna sell out it's gonna sell out. it's gonna be it's gonna be a huge thing and we did, and we got there, and there were like three other people in the theater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me wrong. I like this movie a lot, but I don't know why you thought it would be a big sellout. Oh, it was a great... It is a great movie. <laughs> All right. It's uh, Walk Hard from the movie Walk Hard. My name's Dewey Cox. Well, it looks like I got some proving myself to do. <laughs> There's so many different versions of this from the movie that you could play too. Walk hard, hard down life's rocky road. Walk bold, hard. That's my creed, my code. I've been scorned and slandered and ridiculed too Had to struggle every day my whole life through <laughs> Seem a share of the worst that this world can give But I still got a dream and a burning rage to live Walk hard, hard When they say you're all done Walk bold <laughs> you're not the one sorry in the video uh they also showed the scene where he uh flips a car over oh man he was on pcp well, no I, yeah like, i like love the uh wrestler yeah because he's 
I love, I love that movie, but yeah, because they're like, I'm, I'm not gonna do drugs anymore. What did you just put in your mouth? Nothing. It was, it was gum. <laughs> okay, it was PCP. <laughs> I feel great. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, that whole go, movie. Go drop acid with the Beatles. You well, don't, you know, and it's, you don't want none of this, better. man. This is cocaine. Yeah. Takes all your bad feelings and turns them into good feelings. Yeah, I believe uh, I do. Some want some of that cocaine. And the movie just gets better with age because they it calls out so many tropes that already existed in rock biopics, like you know, and continue. Yeah, like oh, wait, guys, guys, this isn't really work. This isn't really good. Uh, well, let's try this new one that we get or whatever. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. The, the, the producer going, "This is pretty good." Well, that you, if you let me terrible, play it my terrible, way, terrible, yeah. that's a <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> these I, fine. I Jewish only invited fans. you in here because these nice Jewish gentlemen usually have very good taste. <laughs> but, but frankly, brothers. you have shaken my my faith in music and in Judaism. I swear Wrong to God. Kid, it, God. It's almost like if you watch Bohemian Rhapsody and even to an extent Rocket Man, which I think is a better movie, but whatever, you'd almost think they were like, hey, let's do an unfunny version of Walk Hard. Let's <laughs> Walk Hard. That was a really good movie. Let's do that, but like with real musicians. And it's almost like it's like a copy of a copy of a. So it's, it's like Walk Hard is making fun of Walk the Line. And, and Ray the, and, and Ray and the Buddy Holly yeah, story, like, yeah, yeah all Buddy Holly story, big time, yeah, and Ray, yeah, I've gone um, smell blind. <laughs> um, I want to. I just, uh, it's. I'm going to go ahead and play a little clip of this other other song from the same okay. film because I just, unfortunately not Jenna Fisher singing. God, I love it's not. No. Hello, Mr. Cox. You ready to sing one? I'm always ready. Ooh. Yeah, right. that's definitely not her. In my dreams, you're blowing me some kisses. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my favorite things to do. You and I could go down in history. I love that. I'm yeah. going to beat off all my demons. <laughs> loving Jesus all about. <laughs> Here I, I come a creeping up behind you. <laughs> you can always come in my back door. <laughs> they just dropped the pretense there. Oh. All right. Uh, I never knew that, how that easy. That would almost be a good list. Is and, best? Have we done that? Like best parody movie? Like best movie that's just making fun of other movies? And I'm not talking about those fucking terrible scary movies or no, hey, whatever. The first one yeah, 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 was yeah, good. The second one wasn't bad. Then the Wayans brothers sold the idea to, I don't know, fucking hacks. Yeah, these other guys who were just like, hey, let's not make jokes. Let's just reference those movies. And then yeah. people think it's funny. No, they they uh, admitted that they were like uh, trying to rip movies off the previews. Yeah, I know. So that it would come out around the same time. Yeah, around the same. Yeah. Uh, so, but that would be a good like. Uh, obviously, you have uh, Walk Hard, and then you have Spaceballs. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Movies. 
Yeah. I mean, really, it would just be a Mel Brooks love fest. Yeah. Blazing be. Saddles yeah, is yeah, just yeah. Westerns in general. Um, mm, yeah. Although, Shaun yeah. of the Dead. Yeah. Shaun Hot of fuzz. the Dead. Hot Fuzz. Hot fuzz. God, I love that movie. Yeah, those are good because those aren't like parodies in the more traditional sense of parodies. But they those totally are, are. But they are. Yeah. 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 That'd be a good list. Uh, anyway, what's uh, the next pick? Number 13. Oh, it's that mine, right? Okay, your right. pick. I was confused because yes, Rod played the. Yeah, uh, I was just. Yeah, I just wanted to. Yeah, no, fine. Uh, if you haven't seen Walk Hard, watch it. Absolutely. Or even watch American Cox, the unbearably long director's cut. <laughs> I didn't is know there the was a name of thing. it. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, this next one is, I think, the only one on the list that's it's fictional bands. Uh, so far, it's been all movies. I'm going to do one from a TV show. The TV show is South Park, and there's an episode of South Park where Cartman started a Christian rock band ah. with Butters and Token. And it had uh, some funny stuff that probably hasn't aged well, like a lot of other stuff from South Park around that time, where he keeps insisting that Token can play bass because he is black, and then Token can indeed play bass, and then goes, God damn it. Um, <laughs> Token, check, check your basement. There's a bass down there, I promise. <laughs> check your basement. I'm sure there's a bass down there. Okay, there is, but I, I can't play it. Token, you're black. You can play bass. <laughs> right. God damn it. <laughs> damn it. Anyway, anyway, they start a band called Faith Plus One, and all of the songs are just basically, uh, as Cartman explains, all Christian songs are just love songs, but instead of saying the name of a girl, you say Jesus. And uh, this is my favorite one of their songs that they had. Give it up for Faith called Plus One. I want to believe. You know, Jesus. I've been thinking a lot about you lately. That's why I wrote this song. I love you, Jesus. I want you to walk with me. I take good care of your baby. Call you my baby, baby. You died for my sins. And you know that I would die for you, right? What's the matter, baby? You're trembling, Jesus, baby Your love is my life You know when I'm without you There's a black hole in my life Oh, I wanna believe It's alright, but I get lonely in the night And it's up to you to save me Jesus, baby There's a part where they're That's going to the... straight Christian rock, dude Yeah uh, to the NR guy, and the NR guy's like, yeah, but it seems like you're genuinely in love with Jesus. What's wrong with that? Yeah, but it seems like you have like a, a like romantic obsession with Jesus Christ. And <laughs> what was the name maybe, of that song? What uh, that na- the name of that song was? was Jesus I baby. Oh, I thought it was Jesus wanna, baby. Nope, nope. That's that's a different song about Jesus coming down the chimney. Um, okay. Um, I've really Jesus, baby. <laughs> I do, uh, I do remember the uh, boy band with their big hit Finger Bang. Finger, you. yeah, that was good too. I, maybe I should have gone with that, that one. I just liked, I just loved the premise of it was just Christian songs are all just romance songs or love songs, but with Jesus in the title. Because there's also another one where you want to get in front of my, I want to get on my knees and please my Jesus. Okay. 
I think that was a POD song. Anyways, yep. Um, the next one is number 14. Yep, 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 yep. That is my pick. Getting down to the end. And um, it's giving a lot of thought, but I feel like I have to put this on here. Uh, a little tune you may know called Earache My Eye. So that's uh, Cheech and Chong, the Which band. Is that from? That is from Up in Smoke. The band is called Alice Bowie. Ah. They uh, went to the uh, Battle of the Bands, to the big rock fight, and they had never played together as a band before. And they decided that, yeah, Alice Bowie was a good name. Um, here's the thing. The song and the name Alice Bowie existed before Oops, sorry, the movie. Start playing on accident. God damn it. Yeah. Existed before the movie. And then they wrote the movie. And, uh, well, but when they came to to the movie, they, they put it in there. And uh, it's very funny. It's a cool tune. It, it's them making fun of punk rock. Yeah. But uh, is it? I thought it was more making fun of glam rock and hair metal. Well, it's, it's yeah. But the whole, um, you know, uh, you know, my basketball coach, he doesn't kick me off the team for wearing high heel sneakers and acting like a queen. Yeah, and then he goes through this whole rock. thing about, yeah, I'm so bloody rich. I only know three chords. Ah, there we go. And uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, the song's called Earache My Eye, though, because on the, the first time it appeared on an album, uh, it starts off and you hear like a, a dude wake up and like smoke a little bit of a doobie and he puts on the record and the song starts. And about halfway through it, it just goes, and the needle just rips off it. And it's a dad and a son. He's like, you're ruining my record, man. He's like, you need to go to school. He's like, I'm not going to school today. I have an earache. Earache <laughs> my eye. Which is why the song's called Earache My Eye. Oh, earache my eye. All right. Yeah. Uh, that was number... That 14. was number 14. 14. 14. So 14. I got two left. This next one is James's, and it's by some band called the Oneaters. Oh, Neaters. Oh, the Wonders.
All right. Uh, rest in peace, Adam Schlesinger, by the way, who wrote and I believe sang those songs. He was the uh, lead singer of Fountains of Wayne as well and uh, died of COVID-19. So very sad. But anyway. Did he really? Yes, he did. He just recently. I did not know from, that. From COVID. Um, uh, April 1st. I did not see that movie until like three or four years ago when it came up on really? the, the radio show and uh, I think on a list of something, maybe like best fictional band or something like that. I, I Not that I'd avoided it. I just honestly, I just whatever, sat down time, and watched it. Yeah. Hadn't sat down to watch it. And then I did and, and loved it. And uh, I, I believe that was a movie totally driven by Tom Hanks. Like, I think he directed it. Uh, he wrote I it. No, he wrote it. Yeah. It was strange because uh, it's one of the very rare times in film history where somebody that works in the music industry isn't a total fucking scumbag. Right. And that's what I love about the movie is it kind of, it. yeah, he uh, wrote He genuinely wants it, to help him. And started Liv Tyler, Charlize Theron in it as well. And, and very early. No, it's uh, that movie Steve was after I saw the yeah, movie. That's great. And then I read a Rolling Stone article about it and about how it, it was Tom Hanks's baby all the way through. Yeah, I, it almost made me angry. It's like really, as if Tom Hanks couldn't be any more fucking endearing to everyone. <laughs> yeah, Tom Hanks and his success and and your love for him. It's almost like uh, Brian Posehn talking about Emily Blunt. Yes. I think. And he's like, she's just so hot, it makes you angry. Like, why the like, fuck are you so hot? Why are you so hot? Why are you so good looking? Oh. Yeah, that's that's like yeah. I watched um, uh, a beautiful day in the neighborhood, the Mister Rogers movie. Oh yeah, is it good? And oh, it's great. And I, and, and uh, I watched of course it. It's good. Yeah, and uh, it's it's really good. And uh, it made made me feel that exact feeling that you're talking about. It's like, of course it's good. Yeah, of course he's perfect as Mister Rogers. Of course. <laughs> I, I, I I really like Matthew Reese too, though. That that is a that is a yeah. He's really good. good Chris Cooper as his dad in that movie is is perfect. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Chris Cooper is. Uh, if you don't know who we're talking about, Chris Cooper was. The uh, the Marine dad in uh, American Beauty, and he was in Adaptation. He's in a uh, new movie, uh, the John Stewart movie, Ir- Irresistible, which is I would recommend people watch it. It's pretty good, and um, he's great in a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood as the I, I, prodigal father. I guess is the best way to describe it. <sighs> that's I will just that's say, one of those songs though that. That actually got airplay. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah! Like you, you'll walk yeah. through the supermarket sometimes and hear that song. Hear it's that a on, catchy uh, yeah. little tune. It's it's funny though because I remember it getting airplay on the the classic hit station. <laughs> like, because <laughs> yeah. we don't play anything that's not thirty years old. Well, except yeah, this the song. new rock stations weren't going to play it. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was funny. Uh, but as far as a great, uh, beautiful day in the neighborhood, I mean, uh, there's a scene in it where. Um, he's yelling at his dad, not Tom Hanks, but the, the it, it's more about the son and his relationship with his dad and Mr. Rogers is kind of trying to help him. Mm-hmm. And he screams at his dad so hard that his dad has a stroke. Like he Damn. just goes off on him so hard that his dad literally collapses and has to be hospitalized. And the funny thing is in that moment, you're supposed to kind of feel sad. Like you're supposed to feel bad. You're supposed to be like, oh my God, he really yeah, went yeah. too far. And I was just like, good. 
because I've genuinely had dreams where I'm yelling at my father to the point where he just dies. And it's <laughs> satisfying. And yeah, I was like, I'm not the only one. I think, oh, my God. I, have you, I think that's have the you force. started watching the, uh, the Perry Mason thing on HBO yet? No. What's that? I don't even know uh, what you're talking about. So they're doing this Perry Mason miniseries on HBO. It just started mm-hmm. last Sunday. And Matthew Reese plays Perry Mason. It was originally a project that Robert Downey Jr. was supposed to star in. Okay, but then he was like, I don't need money. Well, he, he was busy <laughs> with Marvel stuff, I think, and so it got pushed back. Yeah. So right. he's still like an exec producer on it. He's like, I, I have so much now. money to count, I cannot possibly do that project. Right. <laughs> right. And then he had to go do, you know, Dr. Doolittle. Yeah. So like at this point, Tony Stark doesn't that. have as much money <laughs> yeah, as I do. We don't, we don't talk about Dr. Doolittle. There's, no. But Dr. Doolittle did little at the box. Yeah. It had nothing to do with the pandemic. It had to do with that. It, it just it was just Yeah, it was bad. It was not bad. good. Um it's not good. But no, I, there's only been one episode so far, but it's looking pretty darkly intriguing, kind of along the lines of uh like maybe nineteen twenties, nineteen thirties true detective kind of. Oh, vibe. cool. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Um all right. Our final pick <coughs> is mine, and it is a band that's already been on the list, but I don't give a shit. They deserve to be on here twice. It's Spinal Tap, and it is what I consider to be their big song. Tonight, I'm going to rock you. Tonight, I'm on a we have final tap from the UK. You must be the USA. Anyway, uh, tonight I'm going to rock you. My spinal tap. Tonight I'm going to rock you tonight. Tonight, you're right. I'm sorry. Uh, and I, I, like, uh, I love the... the that you're sweet so and you're much. just four feet and you've still got your baby teeth. <laughs> right. It's a disturbing song that he's obviously making fun... They're obviously making fun of the, the preternatural 16s and all that. nature of that. Yeah. What is... There was some really creepy-ass song... Uh, from around that time by a guy like talking about like sleeping with a girl who was 16 and like going to her window. Um, uh, are you talking about the winger? She's yes. only 17. No, 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 not that. Uh, ah, fuck. I'm not going to remember it. Is it uh, you're anyway. 16? You're beautiful in your mind. <laughs> sure. That was Ringo, <laughs> but fine. But point is, uh, they're making fun of that whole thing. But also I love how in the movie, they really do start off strong. Like their first concert. There's a lot of people there. Yeah. And everything goes great. And then after that, it just slowly, everything just gets, gets worse, worse and worse. They, they and canceled worse the Boston show, but don't worry. It's not a big college town. It's not a big college town. Which <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you guys, in Boston right now, uh, without the colleges, it is a ghost town. It is crazy. There is just nothing. Like, before this happened, before the pandemic, if we went to downtown Boston, there was nowhere to park. I'm talking about even in parking garages. Like we would go to a parking garage. You would have to go on an app and reserve a spot 
hours ahead of time. Yeah, I've heard well, of that. Because you were going to go to Disney on ice, lot. right? And you right, and we couldn't to park. because we couldn't find a fucking parking spot. Now there's parking spots on the street which we never saw before. Never, ever. I, I, I'm pretty sure like somebody would come to the parking spot at four o'clock in the morning, park their car there, and go. That's where I'm parking for the rest of the day. Anybody, I don't care where I'm going. That's my that spot. That is so and, funny. Right outside of Boston Common on, on uh, Beal, or Boyle Street. I, Boylston, I mean. I am so, uh, I don't know, Kansas City, Dallas-Fort Worth. I will leave my house knowing I have no money to park and, like, screw it. I'll find a spot somewhere. Yeah. No, and, we, you can't, and, and, yeah, you can't do that in places like Boston and Chicago and, you know. When we were back in, in St. Louis, uh, Katie and I were back in St. Louis over uh, a Christmas break, and we... James and Katie and I went out uh, to eat on New Year's Eve, and we were just like, oh, my God, look, there's parking. Like, we went out <laughs> to a bar, and we parked our car within a block of the bar. No, I... Um, crazy. I had a buddy uh, who was basically from Chicago. He most spent most of his life there. And mm-hmm. um, anyways, uh, what was it he told me? He paid like... for parking. I want to say yeah, he paid yeah. like four or $500 a month for a parking, parking spot. spot. Yeah, doesn't surprise me. For just a parking place. All right. Like a well, monthly rent. Couldn't believe anyway. it. Anyway... Spinal Tap on there. Oh, yeah, we're doing tonight. a list. I'm going to rock you tonight. And it's time now to vote. Uh, Voting. Which one of these is the best? We got our 16. I have vote a question. Okay, let's stop. Can I can I pee before we vote? Yeah. All right, it's time to vote on the best song by a fictional band. We have our 16. Let's get to it. You know, this is not a bad list. Looking over it, I liked it's, it. Uh, yeah, it's fun. nothing I can stand out that I feel like we missed or anything. I mean, I'm sure there is, but eh, I'm sure we'll be we'll be told. All right, first round is the Cantina Band from Star Wars, otherwise known as uh, I had this written down, Figrin, Dan, and the Modal Nodes, and uh, the whatever song that was, <laughs> the Cantina Band song, that hot jizz song, that sweet hot. Jizz that just all over your face, just blasted oh. the face of that hot jizz cantina band song. Oh my god! Versus tonight, I'm gonna rock you tonight by Spinal Tap. I that was that was tough right out of the gate. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, tonight. I'm gonna rock you tonight though. Tap I'm gonna, tap 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 tap. tap, 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 tap I'm gonna say tap. the Star Wars band, but okay. Ooh. Boats and Hose from Step Brothers by what was it? De- uh, Huff and Worldwide. Oh yeah, Huff and Dobeck. Versus Prestige Worldwide is their management agency, right? Which is kind of a big deal, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thank you for actualing that one there, Jim. Uh, Boats and Hose versus Earache My Eye. Uh, love you, Rod, but I've never even heard that song before. <laughs> Whatever. So I'm going with Boats and Hose. Do okay. you in the bottom while you're drinking sangria? Yeah, but I do like Earache in My Eye. Just it was not familiar with it. Right. Uh, Threshold. By bomb, uh, what is sex babom? Sex babom, thank you. From Scott Pilgrim versus the world versus walk hard from Dewey Cox. Damn, damn you. Yeah, I, I gotta go with Dewey Bob-omb. Cox, but that's me. That's uh, it's all on you. No John. hard feelings. Did Either you say way. sex bomb? Yeah, I said sex babom. He said Dewey. What do you what says you? 
you know, I did not realize, honest to God, until like uh, probably yesterday or the day before that mm-hmm. even the name Dewey Cox is kind of nasty. Oh, yeah. No. Re- <laughs> uh, and for that reason, I'm going to go with Walk Hard. Okay. Uh, teenage Suicide Don't Do It by Big Fun from no Heathers shit. versus no Fever shit. Dog by Stillwater. 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 Still God damn. He didn't operate on my tongue. They operated on um, Steelwater from Almost Famous. Um, did you just say Steelwater? <laughs> I did. Don't worry about me. I'm having a moment. Yeah, yeah I'm going to go, go with, with the guys dog. that get people off. I'm going to go with Fever Dog as well. <laughs> he Fever looks in their dog. eye and he gets them off. That's right. <laughs> Fare thee well from Lewin Davis. Uh, by Lewin Davis. And uh, everybody needs somebody to love. Tim Lennon Davis. Uh, I'm going to die on the Lewin Davis Hill. I don't think it's going to go. But Blues I'll Brothers for Everybody me. needs somebody to love. Moves on. Uh, Mustang Sally from The Commitments versus Big Bottom by Spinal Tap. Uh, I'm going to say uh, The Commitments. I'm going to go with Big Bottom just because it's an original. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I do like the, that version of Mustang Sally from Commitments. Commitments a lot. is such a good movie, but I also like Big Bottoms, and because it has a personal, you know, thing yeah. for me, I'm gonna, oh, yeah. oh, stick with that. I, I don't get me wrong, I'm all about the Pog, right? All right. Well, I didn't mean that. I meant because <laughs> oh, I played oh, it in I'm my sorry. band, thought, and also yes, I do love asses. So that's true. true. Um, so James, so, James, uh. I'm going to go with Big Bottom, but I will make the solemn oath that I will watch The Commitments. Have you not seen it? No. Oh, I, I do highly recommend it. You, you will like it, I think. All right. Uh, I Want to Believe by Faith Plus One from South Park versus I Am a Man of Constant Sorrow from O Brother Where Art Thou. Well, I'm just going to go against my own two picks here. Uh, I'm going to go with I'm a Man of Constant Sorrow. Yeah, I think I'm going to agree with that. Um, oh, brother. I think the Soggy Bottoms take that one. Soggy that's Bottoms. One. Soggy yeah, Bottoms. That's a good one. Uh, and I'm not mad about that. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Let me just... That Thing You Do from That Thing You Do by the Oneaters versus A Woman Like You from... Uh, vinyl. Uh, yeah, HBO's right. Vinyl. Vinyl. Uh, vinyl. Which Ross is a badass song, but yeah, even I say the wonders do. on that one. All right. There we go. So we're down to eight. Tonight, I'm going to rock you tonight <clears throat> by Tap versus Boats and Hose. That one stings. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to say Boats and Hose. I'm going to go with tonight. I'm going to rock you tonight. So it's up to you, James. <sighs> do, 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 do. Ten out of my rocket tonight. Ten out. You're sweet and you're just four feet. You still got your baby teeth. Ah, that's <laughs> that's so, so gross and dirty and brilliant and funny. <laughs> All right. Uh, walk hard from Walk Hard: The Dewey Cox Story versus Fever Down from Almost Famous by Stillwater. Uh, uh, I'm gonna go with Fever Dog. I'm gonna walk Who's hard with that. All right. Rod? Damn you. Um. Crap! Both great films, both yep, good, both great songs. Original songs. Uh, I'm gonna go with Dewey Cox. Dewey Cox. 
Walk hard. Really? I'm sorry. I never Dewey. realized how easy it was to accidentally cut somebody in half with a machete. <laughs> <laughs> I spent my whole life wanting to kill you. Uh, everybody needs somebody to love from the Blues Brothers by the Blues Brothers versus Big Bottom oh, you for all bastard. you pog dogs out there. <laughs> um, I got to say Blues Brothers. Uh, I personally I think know. I like Big Bottom uh, as a song better than Tonight, Rocky Tonight. But in this case, I got to go with the Blues Brothers. Yeah, that's not what the list is about, though. Right. Uh, and I'm going to agree with you. Everybody needs somebody to love. Moves on. Uh, I am a man of constant sorrow versus that thing you do. Wow. I could have seen this being the final. Oh, that's tough. Yeah. Um, however, I will say as much, and it was my pick, and as much as I really do like the song, a lot and I love the movie uh, I'm gonna go with that thing you do I just think it's a better song overall I could listen to all of that thing you do in whereas, fairness both these songs uh, got radio play got radio play away and, from and, the and, movies and when I've heard uh, of uh, Man of Constantara I've kind of been like is this song still going on like once it's past the part that you hear in the movie I'm kind of like eh <laughs> so I'm gonna go with uh, that thing you do James what do you think uh Plus, that thing you do is original on that one. Movie. All right, Rod. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that thing you do just because uh, it is an original and uh, as good a song as the Soggy Bottom Boys. This is uh, this gets stuck in your head more, I think. Yeah, you know who I would love to hear do a cover of of constant sorrow though because hmm. i always thought it was travis tritt singing it it's not it's some other guy who mm-hmm. just sounds a lot like travis tritt is chris stapleton i would love oh. to hear a cover of i that. would almost love to hear chris stapleton do damn near anything right yes chris stapleton just uh, if you went to mcdonald's and he was <laughs> doing the drive-thru orders oh i'd be fine dude. with that yeah all right uh tonight i'm gonna rock you tonight by spinal tap from spinal tap Versus Damn, now I want to hear it. Now I want to hear double quarter pounder. It'd right, be great. It'd be so good. <laughs> anyway, uh, what was it? That was more of a Bruce Springsteen voice. It was. It was. You kind of right. tonight. I'm gonna rock it tonight versus Walk Hard. Ouch. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say tonight. I'm gonna rock it tonight. How do I walk, boys? Hard. Um, I'm going to say Dewey Cox. Dewey Cox. All right, James. All right. <clears throat> I'm going to sink the boat because uh, I, I feel like uh, like Walk Hard is is my generation's spinal tap. Wow. So you're going wow. Dewey Cox? I'm so you're going, going with Dewey Cox. I'm, I'm going with Cox. Wow. I'm surprised. Wow. wow. Spinal tap doesn't even make the final. I thought, sure, they would win. Okay. So then uh, everybody needs somebody to love from the Blues Brothers, by the Blues Brothers. I Though, though it's a Sam and Dave song, isn't it? Uh, yeah, um, I think so. Yeah. Soul Man was. Um, oh, that's right. That's, that's what I was thinking of. Versus That Thing You Do from That Thing You Do ooh. by the dude from Fountains of Wayne. I'm going to say the Blues Brothers be, just because that m- meant more to me. I like I said I, I'm not right, a, right. that big of a fan of the Blues Brothers movie, but that's not what this is about. This is about the song, and really, 
It's just such a know. cool, the whole, you know, the, really the fast talking introduction and, you know, especially so pleased to see all the, you know, Illinois yeah, law representatives enforcement. of Illinois law enforcement. <laughs> Love that. Orange whip, orange whip, orange whip. <laughs> <laughs> Three orange whips. Oh, John Solomon Jamie. Burke maybe is the original artist on yeah. Everybody Needs Somebody to Love. Fuck, I don't know. James, you, you pick one. Everybody Needs Somebody to Love versus that thing you do. <sighs> so, <laughs> it's just really hard. This it is. It's a tough one. I've been they're... stumped in a very long time on a list. They're both I, and I'm great. Trying to like, I feel like great. I like... Everybody needs somebody to love better. Yeah. I feel it's a better performance. Okay. It's not an original. But it means more to me. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. I'm going with the okay. Blues Brothers. And it really, I mean, it, 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 it's it's a whatever. It's a, a generic kind of song. But that thing you do is built for being a generic song. Like, the whole point of the song right. is... It's like I want to hold your hand, and uh, yeah, and so many other songs uh, from that right. era. So that means and, and, and final, I don't mean that in a negative way. No, it's 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 just very much a, a Beatles ripoff. So then our final. Wow, this is loud. Hold on. Comes uh, down to yes. That's interesting. Walk hard versus everybody needs somebody. To love, which I think is a good final. Brothers. I think it's a good final. It is good. It's interesting. Sure I, I didn't. Uh, I didn't. Did not see that coming. And I don't care if those people are angry. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Blues Brothers on this one. Hmm, James. Gosh. Do you agree or disagree, sir? Like these are these are probably both movies that at least once a year I'm like I need to watch that. Oh yeah. And if I happen to come across it on TV, I will watch it wherever it's at in the movie. I'll be like, mm-hmm, this um, is what's happening for the next rest of this going on. I actually <laughs> watched Walk Hard less than a week ago. Okay. Seriously, was at a buddy's house and we were like, you want to watch a movie? Yeah. What do you want? Hey, look, Walk Hard. Let's watch that. Well, God. Running out, of, running out of uh, all right, here, guys. Somebody vote. I. What did you say? He went. To John said everybody needs somebody to love. Yeah, I kind of agree. You agree? Yeah. James, is it unanimous? Sure. All right. So the winner is everybody needs somebody to love by, by the, blues the blues brothers, brothers from the blues brothers i think that's a good pick and if you have a problem with it you can always reach out to me at i don't give a shit kiss my ass is at gmail.com um have you checked I, that uh, have you checked that email recently i, I have not actually I haven't, I haven't checked it in a while uh <laughs> we, next week for the list we're going to be doing best song that references another band so it's Other a, artists, a yeah. song by a band that references another artist. The the inspiration for this another is probably musical a song artist. That, yes, another musical artist. Thank you. It can't just be like somebody talking about Picasso and how great he was. Andy Warhol or <laughs> Fuck, I just yeah, like Mr. Jones and me does reference Picasso. Anyway, point is, uh I was listening to a, a bunch of music from my college radio days last night while Henry and I were playing video games. 
and a song by a band I really like a lot, a, a Brit pop band called The Wombats, came up, and it's called Let's Dance the Joy Division. It's a great oh, song. Oh, yeah, yeah. It is a good song. And it, it made me go, that would be a really good list, is songs by bands that reference other bands or artists or whatever. Right. So that's going to be the list next week. Best songs that reference other artists in the songs. And I, I think we should keep it positive because otherwise it'll just get into diss tracks. Again. Well, yeah, I don't want diss tracks, <laughs> but, you know, um, you know, Public Enemy said in their song, uh, run DMC first said a DJ could be a man, stand on his own right. feet and get you off your seat. And NWA had Fuck the Police, which I don't know why they had such a problem with Sting. You know what? Apparently, eh, I've heard stories about It was really Andy Summers they had beef with. Oh, I didn't know that. That makes sense. That makes sense. (laughs) Fuck Andy Summers. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. (laughs) All right, so that's the list next week. You know, in in all fairness. Sting, Stewart, y'all are cool. Fuck Andy, though. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck Fuck Andy. Andy. So we're going to have to say uh, fuck your whole squad. Sorry. Reggae playing motherfucker. You know the the now famous, or, or maybe it's not famous, uh, the, the MTV thing where they're sitting outside the uh, the the hot dog stand at the little table and, and the sting, or was it? The, the, one of them's getting too much attention. The other one squirts them with mustard. Yeah. Have you, you know this thing? And I remember seeing that. It was probably sting that. getting too much attention. It was probably Stuart Copeland that sprayed him with mustard. And and yeah. I don't remember which it was, but I remember seeing it and thinking, "Holy shit, you petty little bastards!" Like, yeah, it was the first time I you you heard those stories. You know what I mean? You read stuff about you know bands bickering, and you know I'd read stuff about the Beatles and Kiss and things, but it was the first time just openly on TV. Like, wow, what a petty little dick! Yeah, it 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 always amazed me with that with the police because it wasn't like. Sting didn't let them have others that like didn't write their songs that could be on the album and stuff, but his songs were just a lot better. Like, yeah. I, and don't get me wrong, I love "Mother" by Andy Summer. Or what? What is the name of the song? Is it? Uh, yeah, is mother. it called "Mother"? Yeah, it's yeah. "Mother." Yeah, uh, it's a crazy song, and I love it. And I love the fact that it's on the same album as "Every Breath You Take." Yeah, it's not a hit. It's not it, no. It's obviously Sting deserves the attention. He was, <sighs> he was the best looking guy in the group. He was the best looking guy in just about any group he was going to be in. Yeah, and he was also the better songwriter. Just let it, who gives a shit. Just be happy that you're in a band with him and making millions of dollars. Yeah, like, um, I don't understand. I never understood ego like that. I, I no, also in radio. The other two Stewart's. guys in Aerosmith don't bitch. Nobody knows their fucking names. Yeah, I think Stewart's. <laughs> I think Stewart's best song was probably "Does Everyone Stare." Yeah, yeah. But again, not a hit. Not a hit. It could have been. Um, and what? Sting sings the majority of it, but... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I, It's like that in radio, too. Like Even um, when when we were on, on KMBZ, our, my program director, our program director used to tell me about Rod, like, like well, you know, because we don't want him on air too much, and they would always try to get me to... Like, go along with, well, Rod shouldn't be talking so much. And he's like, well, he's taking attention away from you. And I was like, so the fuck what? (laughs) Like, if Rod was the only reason people listened to the show, so what if they're still listening? If everybody listened to the show, hated me, but loved Rod, and we were still number one, I'd be like, good, fine. fine. I don't give a shit. (laughs) I will still continue to collect a paycheck, and I don't have the pressure of people liking me. (laughs) Fine. I've just, I've never understood that. No, I but and then we we both worked with people that were like, 
Did that yeah. bastard talk more than 60 seconds? Because he's taking time away from me. Yes. Yeah. And you're like, I, um, I, yeah, I, I think he talked for 64 seconds. I'm sorry. I mean, th- there's, th- th- it's like the Rush Limbaugh thing. Like nobody else can talk, but right. I am the, the genius behind the microphone. Except for, uh, then you have Howard Stern who got better ratings and made more money than Rush Limbaugh who has like 18 people on his show. So Right. Always. Just, just saying, I would much rather be like Howard Stern than. Rush Limbaugh. Point is, we're done and we will see you next week. Bye. <laughs> this bitch.